You're listening to EOD Gear Improvised with your host, former Navy EOD tech and owner of EOD Gear, Steve Cassidy. Steve Cassidy. All right. All right, guys. Today I'm sitting with Cesar Soto. Uh, Cesar and I met a year ago down at an RTEP down at Fort Blanding, Florida. Uh, Caesar was Army OD. Uh, when he exited, he was Sergeant First Class, uh, Caesar Soto. And it's funny, like I've been, I've been hanging out here at the shop and when we first met last year, <laughs> I got to tell this story. It's like people walk in the door here in Huntsville and hear this guy goes, oh my God, that's Caesar Soto. And I'm like, who is this cat? <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, Caesar's been working here for a little over a year now and absolutely love coming down here because he just brings a whole new perspective uh, to keeping it real and just having a good time down here. So, Caesar, during your career, you've, you've been blown up a handful of times, and this is kind of relating to other people who may not be EOD who are just listening and trying to figure out, like, what, why are we so weird? And, uh, you know, norm, a normal person probably got blown up once and would go, okay, I've had enough, but uh, obviously Caesar is, is not that kind of guy. No. So he ended up having a little bit of work done, but uh, so Caesar, why don't you why don't you tell us a little bit, a little bit about yourself? I know what you had for breakfast because I just brought it in. Bacon. Bacon. Mm. Got a lot of bacon. Uh, well, you know, I spent uh, over twenty years in the army, from uh, National Guard back in Puerto Rico, working on uh, county uh, drugs task force. Uh, came back to active duty. And became a EOD tech a couple of years later. Uh, now, before you were EOD, you were at. I was a combat engineer. Mm-hmm. And then they realigned the, the battalion, and they wanted me to be a generator mechanic. But that should have to drive across the island for my drills. Like now, nah. before I stay as a. I went back to my unit was like 50 minutes away from the house. Yeah. And I stayed with them and I was a 12 Bravo. Yeah, I drove through Fijardo. I don't, I don't want to drive across the island. No it's, thanks. It's bueno, bueno. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then uh, I've been in, through my military career, I guess it's been a bit uh, awesome. It's been great. Uh, I've been working for... Uh, not just the military, but some other uh, with the law enforcement and first responders and things like that. I've been in some uh, main events in the U.S., like F-16 that crashes in someone's backyard, fully armed. Uh, that was back in Fort Polk, Louisiana. Uh, and was, just uh, just a little clarification for those, you know, just because something's flying here in the states and it's a jet that goes down. And if it goes down, it may or may not have ordinance. But even if it doesn't, it's still in, it's still dangerous because all the what we call cads and pads. Yes. So picture the ejection seat going off in your face. Yeah. And so the explosive canopy, all those pieces, parts, those have to all be taken out yep. by somebody, you know, who's EOD. Yep. Uh, yeah. In that case, that one, because uh, that was after 9/11, that actually was fully loaded, and. Uh, it was uh, it was our incident. 
that was right a month after I got back from my deployment that uh, I don't know if a lot of you guys remember the F-16 that crashed into Bagram and it shut down the whole airfield that was the main airfield when we took over that was my incident uh, I was in that team uh, and we had it to we took care of it uh, another one was uh, a scrap metal plant in Raleigh North Carolina it had a big old explosion and that was actually on the city and that was another some of the, the incidents that I've been running okay I've been running around the US in all kind of so you've done VIPs Oh yes. Okay. So I've done two VIPs, and again, I'm. I know a lot of our listeners out here are EOD, but uh, for those of you who don't know what a VIP is, it's when POTUS, uh, the president or somebody within that staff travels. They have advanced team, and so we'll go out, you know, ahead of that and run around and go, okay, how would somebody kill the president? And then we, you know, we have to wear suits, which is comical, (laughs) and uh, (laughs) and and run around and try and be normal and. Uh, have some fun that way. So yeah, that's part of it. So a lot more to EOD than just showing up wearing a uniform and going blowing stuff up. You actually have to use your brain once in a while. <laughs> so okay, so you've done a bunch of different things, and and now did you teach at HDS? I as a few my deployments, I got sent to the schoolhouse here in Redstone, and uh, uh, my main department, I was in the uh, EOCA, the school of the IOCA for the company engineers. Uh, I was part of the team that we uh, rewrote the course. Nice. And then, and then from here, I had to go to some other, kind of a, not tour, but it's another mission outside uh, the U.S. Okay. Now you rolled through Bragg, I guess. Then from here I went to Fort Bragg. Whoop whoop. Nice. Big old Bragg. Fun times. Vietnam. I've, I've, <laughs> Vietnam. I drove through there. I went to a trade show there once, and I'm like, I don't see, uh, I don't see all the excitement. <laughs> so um, you get out, uh, obviously, because your injury. Mm-hmm. And uh, for those of you, for those handful of people that actually don't know Caesar. Uh, he had lost his left arm uh, in a motorcycle crash, and uh, uh, fortunately, he's still with us. So that was that was an interesting thing. Um, you know, you, you can you can slow some people down sometimes, but you know, you're just not going to stop him. And somebody like Caesar, who I've known for now over a year, and he's just unstoppable, <laughs> which I just love having him around. Uh, it's it's great for me to sneak away from the Nashville office and come down here and hang out. Because uh, it's a whole new, whole new perspective. So, uh, can you tell us a little bit, you know, about kind of the things going through? Obviously, losing, you know, that losing that guy. lose weight on the get quick plan, yeah. you know, not the ideal way to do it. But like, what what all the different things have you run into? Uh, well, for example, you know, when I got I had my accident, I lost my arm. Uh, it was because I was going home on my bike. And uh, this uh, driver, she was on the phone on the highway, and she caused the accident. Uh, for long story short, I uh, lost my arm. I was in coma. When I woke up, I didn't even know how to speak my own language properly. 
But here I am, five months later, I walk out of the, out of the hospital. Uh, my retirement was already approved when I had my accident. Uh, uh, things like that. Uh, I'm trying to, uh, I used to do CrossFit, and I'm coming back to it. And I don't call that a diet. It's, uh, you got to change the way that you eat. That way, you know, and now and then you cheat or whatever, but it works. It just takes a lot of, uh, a lot of you, and you got to put a lot of into it. But eventually, you know, you get out of something, depends on how much you put into it. 100%. That's the way it goes. I mean, look at, look at what we went through to go through school. Oh, yeah. And, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, you kind of pay the price. You got to pick, and you and you got to go. Well, am I going to let this slow me down, or is this going to yeah, be my it's like excuse? Like for example, with amputation, I don't let that to uh, slow me down. Uh, I actually use that as a challenge. It's like, hmm, let me see how I can do this. And yeah, I do some some dumb things sometimes. Well, don't we all? <laughs> but hey, you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> nice. Well, um, I know it hadn't slowed you down. Uh, you know, another thing about Caesar is we're, we're outfitting the shop down here in Huntsville last year, and we have these warehouse shelves, and we're putting plywood up on these shelves. So it's me and another guy are killing ourselves trying to get this plywood up, and we got like one sheet up. And, you know, there's two grown men trying to do this. And uh, we were finally like, okay, hey, we're out of time. Let's go do this. When we come back next week, Caesar had done it all, like A to Z. And I'm sitting there going like, well, you got like a power tool attachment on that thing or, you know, but I was like, it was just blown away. It's just like, you never know when you come back down here. And I like to say, I'm down here once a week, you know, on Wednesdays and just to come around and see how, how great the place is and how well Caesar's taking care of it and just doing all these great things and, uh, just being a great friend and, and, and coming here. So, um, really want to encourage everybody here like both locations whether it's huntsville or nashville are set up uh, for you guys to come in and actually try gear out we do sell gear nothing has a price tag on it for the most part um but we're set up so you can try it out if there's something you do need you can actually come in here and build out your own eod toolkit right here on the spot we have people do that a lot uh both locations uh, we're on gsa and fed mall we even have some of our kit on amazon and uh, we even have our catalog on the Google Play app. So we really want to encourage you, if you're in Huntsville or Nashville, stop in uh, Monday through Thursday here in Huntsville. Friday, you can call, make an appointment with Caesar. He'll come over and open up. It's really a lot of fun to come in here. A lot of times we'll, we'll cook out on Wednesday afternoons. Uh, but it's always, it's always a fun time. So uh, in closing, uh, I know Caesar in his spare time also mans the suicide hotline. Uh, can you tell us a little bit more about that? Uh, uh, if you look into uh, Facebook after the long walk, uh, it's a, a group that we have created for years. Uh, it's a, a hotline to help people with uh, when they got some issues, they can just call and we talk to them. We actually take the CCSI training uh, it's all based on volunteer people. Uh, we're still in the old, like back in the old day, pulling CQ. Uh, we do it for a week. Sometimes we do it for, you know, it's up to you. But, uh, and 
when I do that, I get phone calls through the day. Most of the times we get the phone calls late at night. And and I actually got uh, quite a handful of people that they have called. And months later, they just call me just to, you know, just talk to me and, and say thank you. And I have got emails and, and text messages. Uh, it's really appreciated. Again, we're here to help uh, everybody else. And if you need somebody to talk, just say. We're just one phone call away. Look at the uh, at the Facebook the uh, after the long walk, and you're gonna see the 800 the 1-800 number, and you call that, and somebody will be will be with you uh, to help you out. Fantastic. Fantastic, man. I really appreciate that. So one last question. Um, what If you could go back in time and see yourself 20, 25 years ago and you could grab yourself by the throat, <laughs> what, what, I mean, what would you tell yourself? Uh, I would tell the same thing that I've been telling all this life. Just, just keep pushing forward. Uh, you know, it's like I told my, uh, I used to tell my soldiers, what you do when you, you when you fall down? You got a stepping stone on your way. You fall down. What you do? You get up and you keep moving forward. You keep charging forward. Before I wouldn't change anything. I wouldn't. I would have been the same crazy Puerto Rican guy. Well, I think you're all right, man. You turned <laughs> out. You turned. You turned out pretty well, man. Yeah. I can't. I can't wait to run down to Puerto Rico with you. That that would be yeah. that would be fun. That would be good. Well, hey, everybody, thanks so much. Again, this was uh, Sergeant First Class Cesar Soto, U.S. Army EOD, uh, currently running the shop down here in Huntsville. So great to have you in, Cesar. Really appreciate everything you do for us. It means the world to me to have you as a friend. And uh, everybody out there, thanks so much for listening in. I hope you got a little bit of a gold nugget uh, a way to look at something a little bit different. But until next time. You've been listening to EOD Gear Improvised. Improvised. With explosive discussions and sound effects. Steve Cassidy, a former Navy EOD tech and owner of EOD Gear. Initial success or total failure. Two locations, one in Nashville and one in Huntsville. The website is eod-gear.com. And you can also see our catalog as an app on Google Play. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, and Twitter. EOD Gear has customers from around the globe. Stand by. Until next time, this is EOD Gear Improvised. Signing off.